Welcome to the Purpose Driven Real Estate Podcast. This is where passion meets purpose in an ever-changing real estate market. I'm your host, Steve Valentine, former real estate agent turned real estate entrepreneur, speaker, and guide to all things real estate. And this is my co-host, Paige Tons, former D1 college athlete turned real estate adultrepreneur. Whether you work in the industry or you are a consumer of real estate, with each episode, we intend to raise the bar in our industry and show you the purpose behind every piece of real estate in your life. What's up, everybody? We are back. It's Steve Valentine with my co-host, Division One softball player, Paige Johns. <laughs> What's up, Paige? What's up? How's it going today? Super awesome. Just same day as the last one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hey, we're just kind of going through some different stuff and uh, really trying to provide the ultimate value for just about anybody and everybody. And... One of the really cool things is Paige came to me as a trade from another real estate company and uh, and she's been amazing. She came in as an internship. She was one of those uh, blessings that I just said yes and figure it out later. Um, as Grant Cardone says, say yes to everything. And uh, what was interesting is Paige started for me back in November of 2016. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, we had one phone conversation. She went to Mexico and then came back and went to work. <laughs> so here we are. It's like, well, um, I'll come work for you, but I'm going to Mexico first. I cannot tell you how amazing this young female entrepreneur is. So here we are about seven, eight months into her employment, and we start talking about um, potentially buying a house and then we fast forward to a couple other things that have gone on in our life and we're going to dick in those right now i just said dick in Oops. <laughs> oh well we don't need to cut that out it'll over it. <laughs> well 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 i should have stuck to the script right okay so you worked in another real estate office for nearly a year before you came to work with me why didn't you have the ambition or the knowledge to buy your first home when you're working in that real estate company? Um, because I didn't have a guide to walk me through that process. Okay. So, I mean, again, I also- You were surrounded by like 30 of them. <laughs> well, none of them were reaching out to me, telling me that I should buy a house. Okay. Um, so, I think that the other thing too is I, I thought that I didn't have enough employment history. I didn't think I had enough cash on hand. And so I didn't I didn't feel like it was attainable yet. Did you ever Google anything to see what it would take to buy a house or talk to anybody around you to see? Or was it just, mm, it just was no, a- No, I think I just kind of put it on the back burner for uh, later down the road. So just a mental block. Yeah. Just like, eh, I'm not ready for it? Yeah. Okay. All right, makes sense. Um, when did you realize buying a home was actually obtainable? I finally realized when I switched offices <laughs> and I was listening to everything that you were doing and teaching and um, showing your clients, especially on the wealth building side of things. So I was just soaking up all the information I possibly could and I knew well, even when I was when I had first started, I knew I wanted to build some sort of rental portfolio and do the real estate investment thing. I just didn't know how to do it or how I was gonna do it yet. So when I started working with Valentine Group, I started seeing 
um, some more opportunities and open doors where I was like, okay, well, I can, I think I can do this, but I don't know. And I need someone to help me. So I, I know I had, the more we talked about the investors and helping our own clients, you had mentioned at some point, well, when are we starting yours? And this is how I did it at one point. You should just, you should do it how I did it because it worked for me. So we'll just, let's just duplicate this. Right. Yeah. The, you know, I think one of those pieces is we tend to have maybe a little bit of a, a negative impact from what happened in the market, mm-hmm. I think, in your generation. And yeah, I think that's everybody's question. Right. Well, and I what think, if it crashes? Right. I don't know. It was like <laughs> in high school. <laughs> so would you say that when you thought it was obtainable, it's because you watched me mentor other people and guide them? through the process? Yes, definitely. Okay. So I, I saw you helping other people and I was like, what the heck? Why am I not doing it? Why am I not being helped? Like, when's my house coming up? <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you kind of move forward to the piece of we guided you through it and uh, you got to buy one of the off-market properties and go through the renovation process. Tell mm-hmm. me about that. What was your experience with that process? And probably more so, because not everybody's gonna get to go through the renovation process, but right. I mean, more so the process of the loan, the purchase, and what you got to do. So, once we figured out that that was my goal and I was going to buy a house that year, didn't really know when it was going to be that year because we were looking at the off-market opportunities, which was a um, a strategic plan mm-hmm. rather than an emotional plan. Sure. Um, now, let's expound on that a little bit. Why do you say that it was strategic versus emotional? Uh, strategic because um, instead of being super picky or... Um, you know, the more and more I learned about the investments and what makes a good rental, um, I was willing to sacrifice like comfort and, um, you know, living in the houses that some of these other people were buying right away and um, the like the new builds and stuff like that because those aren't exactly like in our strategy for rental portfolios. So in other words, you know, part of what we did was go through the strategy of the first home you're going to buy is really going to be a rental property, you know, maybe in a year, maybe in two when you're ready for it, where a lot of other people, maybe your age that could buy a house were buying maybe a 200 or $250,000 home Mm -hmm. and moving into those, but not really having the plan of future, but more of Right. I finally kind of figured out that instead of having this mindset where I needed to buy like my dream home right, as soon as I could, and who knows when that could have been because I probably couldn't afford it at the point. Um, but instead of having that dream home and being like one, like narrow minded where you, you know, you can, you only get one house to buy in right. this in right. 15, 30, 40 years, whatever. But being like, okay, I'm going to be flexible and buy something that I can hold on to long term. And then when, you know, I am ready for that dream home or, you know, the, my long term place, I can do that later down the road, right. but sacrifice now. Right. And that's, and that's a, that's a great game plan. You know, one of the things that is, uh, 
I tell the story to quite a bit of people, and something that we discussed was, no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, you have this house, and you're you're not going to use it like a credit card, mm-hmm. and you're not going to you're not going to sell it, no matter what the market does. You know, whether it gains thirty or forty thousand dollars in equity, it doesn't make any difference. The point mm-hmm. is, is for long term. And so right. when I look at the impact that it has on somebody like you, you know, twenty five was when you bought it. If you hold it for 30 years, you know, depending on if you paid off early or not, right. but you really think about it, at 55, you have at least one, you know, mid 100s home, even if it never appreciates. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, it's one of the great things that, that needs to be understood in this whole process is that we're not buying based on appreciation. Appreciation is gambling. Mm-hmm. We hope it appreciates and you get lucky, but remember what happened in 2006, it appreciated way up and then it got knocked way down. Mm-hmm. And unless you were timing it perfectly, you missed it. Right. The point is for long term. So in the time you're in your 50s, you have a bunch of mailbox money and you have a bunch of assets that are free and clear. Mm-hmm and leaving those things alone. And yes, we know there's cost of maintaining and all that, and we'll get into that down the road. Yeah. But that was that was just one of those journeys that we talked about because mm-hmm. I wished my house that I bought in 99, even through the spike and everything else, I wished I would have kept it because right now it would be 21 years paid off and mm-hmm. I'd only have nine years left on the mortgage and I missed it. Now we've built a bigger portfolio since then, but it's definitely something that I wanna make sure people understand that yeah. that's the process. Definitely. And that's why we're doing it. For what show? What did you feel when you finally bought and closed on it? What was that feeling of accomplishment? And what did you feel the benefit of owning that home was going to be? Well, because it was one of my main goals that year. I was super excited. I'm kind of a checklist person. <laughs> this chick is goal driven, <laughs> checklist happy. I got to cross off as all get out. my goal of buying a home that year. Yep. And that was like the ultimate, the ultimate goal. Yep. And um, I feel like I'm a pretty independent person and being able to have full independence then from my family that was graciously let me stay at home for a while to uh, get a head start just having that independence and knowing that I was in control of my life is like very satisfying for, for me as a person. Awesome. Um, what was your second question again? What did you feel the benefit was? And I mean, the benefit is that instead of going and renting something and paying somebody else, Um, paying into somebody else's mortgage. I am now um, paying my own mortgage for now. (laughs) (laughs) Paying my own mortgage, it is my asset. I get to keep it long-term and eventually someone else is going to pay off that asset for Mm -hmm. me and I will have, like you were saying, 25, 30 years down the road, um, a fully paid off home. Right, So. yep. All right, another question that I think I've heard quite a bit of between different people is, so the millennials, your generation, in their Mm -hmm. 20s, um, so you would have been in your teens when the market crashed, Mm -hmm. right? So being in your teens when the market crashed, I think has a lot of millennials scared, worried, nervous, about mm-hmm. potential home ownership. 
So why why do you think that that is that there's a negative connotation around millennials owning? I think well, first of all, um, I was fortunate enough that my parents didn't um, suffer through that because they just they had bought in pre- way before and just kept their home, so nothing really changed for me personally, but when I hear it come up a lot now that I'm in the industry and in the the real estate world, um, I think it's because they don't have an expert guide and the knowledge and education to feel comfortable about that decision and feel good about what they're buying and, I mean, what are they buying um, is the main thing. I know... Um, I've done a, a lot of market research recently to try and figure out why millennials and 20-somethings aren't buying homes mm-hmm. or are facing fears or challenges to buy homes. And a lot of it has to do with just simply not understanding the process because um, like some of the stuff I've been doing, the whole adulting thing, like we get out of college or we get out of school. I still haven't adulted. <laughs> It's not my vocabulary. Um, well, we, we'll, t- we'll teach you some lessons, too. <laughs> or not. Good luck. <laughs> um, but some of the stuff I've been like really reflecting on is, you know, coming out of school and not understanding how to buy a home. Like, my anyone with their parents who bought when they were younger, you didn't see them go through the process. I mean, that's the only people we really learned from for a while. Um, so I had no idea how to buy a home. So how are the other 20-somethings and millennials supposed to know isn't that? It, isn't it interesting coming out as a college grad? Now, I didn't graduate college. You did. Mm-hmm. But either one of us, my parents were in the business. I had no idea how to file my taxes no idea like the the home buying process mm-hmm. um so it's interesting to see where you come out of college or not go to college you still don't have still the life don't. skills no one's teaching it for no some one's reason. teaching it so it kind of leads me to the next thing <clears throat> which is what is so amazing is Paige has taken her journey and actually turned it into a course that is not again it's it's a guiding not selling and so Paige created this course out of her and it's free and it's free, right? <laughs> Don't worry, we're not selling you anything. Um, it's a free course. And what she did was she took her experiences and she took the things that she didn't have knowledge in when she thought about buying a house and she put it into this amazing course. So tell them about it, Paige. So my free course is called How to Become a Homeowner. Um, you know, my... My vision is to help and guide more 20-somethings, millennials, young adults, whatever you want to call Even us. Even some of us old people. Even so, Well, it's funny because I've gotten some people that are like, what about us 40-somethings? <laughs> I'm like, you're included too. I welcome I know. All. I'm finally included in the 40-somethings this year. Oh, Aww. that's so sad. Uh-huh. Just kidding. It's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, so much to look forward to. Um, no, but so this course, I... Felt the urge and the need to figure out how to teach people what you taught me, and um, in that process of buying a home and just getting over those those fears and those challenges. Yep. So I was like, how can I how can I share this and provide value to more people 
millennials, 20-somethings, and give it to them and help them get through this process and do some hand-holding through it. So um, that was the whole vision behind the course is I wanted to show people what I did because it really isn't that difficult. Right, but it's also you were able to you know, guide people through a process without it turning into a sales process. Right. You know, this is this is one of those pieces that, um, you know, you've already talked to some other real estate professionals, which we both are, mm-hmm. about them wanting to use your course to guide some of their college kids, college people, and that's mm-hmm. really what it's there for. It's about, you know, taking your experience and having the maximum impact on people in order mm-hmm. to help them guide through the process. And right. you know, that's, that's been a, you know, it's been a problem in our industry forever. It's just the the willingness to share and understand right. what what that is. And it's like teaming up. It is kind of teaming up, collaborating, and it's, and it's something that you're you're helping guide and go through. And that's one of the great things about this course. Where can they find the course at, Paige? You can find everyone can find the course at pagetons.com. How do you so, spell tons? Page, not like a page in a book. P a i g e t o N as in nickel and Z as in zebra. That's what I say every time. <laughs> Dot com. So there, um, you can also follow me on Instagram. Um, it's I'm the same handle, Page Tons, and it is the link in my bio. If you want to follow the old guy, it's Steve D Valentine <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, that website. Um, great also, day today. Also, the course isn't like. It's something crazy long that's no. going to take you months to finish. It, I wanted to be able to provide quick, um, quick tips and value so that you could utilize those things right away. And there's some tools and resources. And spoiler alert, um, there's a cool little option to have a budget sheet for from um, our friend Chris Peach, also known Money as. Peach money peach yep. so there's some cool resources in there as well um yeah if you want a good uh, finance podcast listen to moneypeach.com uh, mm-hmm. or money peach podcast um that chris puts on um and this is really one of those courses too that was meant to again find your purpose in real estate and what does it look like for you your family um your friends and you know mm-hmm. please share it with people it's not one of those courses where it's local to phoenix it's something that anybody can look at or take mm-hmm. and kind of walk through the process and as always if you're looking for a real estate referral in another state you can hit us up at either one of our handles mm-hmm. um or if you're looking for somebody here to guide you through the process, that's obviously what we do as real estate and the Valentine Group will certainly take care of you there. And Paige, thanks for doing such a great job on the course and actually guiding um, our audience today. So high five on you. I feel like it's you. my little baby right now. It is your little <laughs> baby right now. Um, thanks for joining today, guys. <clears throat> we know that there is purpose behind every piece of real estate, no matter what you own, whether it's an office building or a house or you rent an apartment, whatever it is, there's purpose behind everything in real estate. Have a good one. Peace out.